You got to make the morning last just Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, certified nutrition specialist, licensed nutritionist, and host of Dishing Up Nutrition, which is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition, education, and counseling. You know, each week, we try to bring you an interesting and life-changing topics. You know, this past summer, while I was recovering from kind of a minor surgery, one of our nutrition educators brought me a book to read. She thought I would like it because it's what we teach in our classes. Much about the book is what we teach. Not everything, but a lot of what we teach. Um, and, and I thought we should talk about it on Dishing Up Nutrition. Uh, the name of the book is Always Hungry, and it's written by Dr. David Ludwig. He's a medical doctor. He's got a Ph.D., um, both. And, you know, I was very intrigued by this book, and I thought you, our listeners, would also like the book. As a result, I decided we should do a book review for all of you and who really like to read books about weight loss. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we have a we know a great number of people read articles and books about weight loss because... Did you know about 80% of the population today in America are really overweight and they're looking for the magic diet or the magic pill Mm. or even the magic exercise Mm -hmm. to take off those extra pounds? You know, on Dishing Up Nutrition, we have never tried a book review format before. So I asked Kate Crosby, nutrition Mm -hmm. educator and counselor, to join me in this discussion Kate, I know you live and breathe nutrition. (laughs) Why is nutrition so important to you? Oh, boy, it makes a huge difference in my life. Um, (laughs) You know, in the past, I've had some health challenges and things like sinus infections, uh, pneumonia, low energy, depression, even breast cancer. And I know that's that's a lot of things, you know. (laughs) Wow. But I know that if I really don't follow my eating plan, I can tell I get a stuffy nose, plugged ears, um, sometimes depression. And I really like what Dr. Ludwig says in his book, Always Hungry, about embracing those teachable moments. Mm-hmm. That's something we have always tried to kind of capitalize on. Yeah, those. we do. Right. Yesterday, I had a client, a phone client. Mm-hmm. Uh, who had a number of teachable or had a teachable moment that that showed her a number of things. This client had been working with me for a a short period of time. She was a new client from our uh, online class, Nutrition for Weight Loss, that's online. And she was talking how she had been eating gluten-free and dairy-free for quite some time. But uh, this last week she was traveling and was meeting with a business client and they were out to lunch. And so she had been doing this for a month. Yeah, at least and a month. And how has she been feeling? And she was feeling fantastic. Okay. Her moods were great. She has a little anxiety, um, no cravings. She was just in a great space. Okay. Okay. So she talks about going out to lunch. And strangely enough, she says to her client, you know, what are you going to order? And her client says, I'm going to have a turkey sandwich. And my my client, the phone uh Client says, you know, I'll have one, too. Not really thinking and sort of figuring it's not going to affect much. And I said, so how did you feel after that? And she said, oh, not a not a problem. Not well, 
later that afternoon, I noticed I wanted cupcakes. And I hadn't had any cravings for, you know, weeks. And then she said, you know, and come to think about it, I wonder if this is related to my turkey sandwich. And I said, what was that? And she said, I've been very weepy. I've been crying a lot under a little stress. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, I think I think. These might be related to how you react to gluten. And then the third thing that came up in the conversation is that she had to take a nap before she spoke to me because she was afraid she would fall asleep. She hadn't been tired in days. (laughs) So, So, Kate, you know, I know that you've had some teachable moments, too. You you have had one about... Cheeses. Cheese, yes. (laughs) So, yeah, I am not necessarily the, the bread person, although I used to be, uh, but I am certainly the cheese person. You know, over the years, I've learned that cheese really doesn't like me. When I eat it, I get all stuffed up. Mm-hmm. I also might get a little depressed. I also might get a sinus infection. And that's what happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of kids get that. Yes, yes. They're congested and congested. Right. Cheese is definitely not a health food for me. Now, Dr. Ludwig's thoughts about eating and food really make sense to me, and I find them really logical. I really like this book because it's not a fad diet book. It's based on biochemistry a lot. Yep. And that's kind of what we do. That's exactly what we do. So also joining us today is Jennifer Schmidt, a nutrition educator who also has her own health success story. You know, you can really find Jennifer's amazing health story on our website at weightandwellness.com. Jennifer, you overcame a long-time eating disorder through nutrition. Is that right? I certainly did. So how, what, how, tell us a little bit about that. Well, good morning, Dar, and good morning, Kate. It's great to be with you both. For those who have heard my story, they know I've, I was in and out of treatment centers for an eating disorder and an exercise addiction, and nothing helped. It was incredibly frustrating because I wasn't able to get to the root cause of the problem, and I was ashamed at how thin I appeared. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. When I went to Nutritional Weight and Wellness, I discovered I was eating foods that would bloat me and cause me to feel uncomfortable. I would have a lot of pain. Hmm. And that led to overexercise, because overexercising helped ease that digestive distress. It kind of relieved the bloating and maybe the gas and all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Temporarily until I ate again. Sure. Mm. Well, when I stopped eating things like crackers, bread, and pasta, I no longer had that desire to overexercise because I started to balance my biochemistry. I learned I had a digestive problem, not a psychological problem causing my need to overexercise. That's key. That's key. It really is. So, Jennifer, Mm -hmm. so basically what you're saying is, which is, I think, really kind of new for a lot of people Mm -hmm. listening, that once you stopped eating some of the things that you were sensitive to. Yes. Then you didn't have those symptoms. You weren't your stomach wasn't hurting. That's right. My stomach wasn't hurting. And I started eating real food in balance to balance my biochemistry Mm -hmm. that helped my brain health. And I really like what Dr. Ludwig said in his book, Always Hungry. He said disordered eating is, a co- is commonly treated as a psychological problem of poor impulse control. Yet this approach all often fails because it disregards the biological drivers of food cravings. I think we Very true. totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And 
I have a sensitivity to gluten grains and dairy products, which is a biochemical problem, not a psychological problem. <laughs> it's kind of interesting, isn't it, when you really think about that? Yes. It's a biological mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when I eat these, if I were to eat these foods, I would bloat. I would have those stomach pains and mm. it would cause me to be out of balance. And you don't do that now. I certainly don't. And I don't even have a desire to do that. <laughs> I don't have those cravings for those foods anymore. No. So when, on the other hand, when other people have these food sensitivities, they may crave sugar and binge. Just like Kate's yep. client. Yep. Exactly. Give me a cupcake after that sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) The truth is, food sensitivities may affect each person differently. You know, what I liked about the book, Always Hungry, is that it's a weight loss book, not a diet book. You know, it's very similar in the plan. It's very similar to ours at Nutrition for Weight Loss program. It's But it's not exactly the same. It's similar, but not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, our Nutrition for Weight Loss program is a weight loss program, but it's not a fad diet. Definitely no. not. not and all. it's not a fad diet plan. So, Yeah. I also like um, Dr. Ludwig's book also describes a, a way of eating that basically reprograms fat cells to release those excess calories for weight loss. And you don't get hungry doing it. This is exactly what we teach in our Nutrition for Weight Loss classes. We often explain that biochemistry of your body and how foods affect your metabolism, your cravings, your energy, your hunger. You know, Kate, one of the things when I was reading that book, I really liked this reprogramming fat cells. Mm -hmm. That's a very encouraging thought. Yes, it is. You know, really, our clients and Dr. Ludwig's clients were shocked to find that when they ate real meat, real vegetables, and real fat, they lost weight, and they were not hungry. So Nutritional Weight and Wellness and Dr. Ludwig, Ludwig both believe that starving yourself and over-exercising makes you weak, hungry, but not thin. <laughs> very true. <laughs> very very true. true. And we are up for our first break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. In the U.S., osteoporosis and low bone density is considered a major public health threat for over 50% of the population of people 55 years and older. When develop, developing healthy bones at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we always say food first. The food we recommend is a homemade bone broth. It's, it's a great source of calcium, phosphorus, magnesium, and potassium in a form your body can easily absorb. I personally drink bone broth every day to heal my intestinal tract and to help with digestions as well as to keep my bones strong as I was able to help, that was able to help reverse my osteoporosis two years ago. It's also good for muscle repair, balancing the nervous system, and helping me to have a strong immune system. When we come back from from break, Kate will share why your mom made you chicken soup when you were sick. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, before break, we were talking about the benefits of homemade bone broth. Now, most people don't realize that bone broth is a wonderful source of gelatin. It comes from simmering those chicken bones and chicken feet and oxtail bones for all day, 24 hours. That gelatin in the broth reduces joint pain, inflammation. It boosts your immune system. 
that's why your mom made made it for you <laughs> when you were sick. It slows bone loss, builds healthy skin and hair and nails. So if you're concerned about thinning bones or osteoporosis, I'd recommend getting on that bone broth bandwagon. Have a cup every day. Yep, and we know that there's a lot of people that have osteoporosis these days. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, Jennifer, we had a few callers. We do have a few callers. Okay, good. Louise, welcome welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question about low iron. Good morning. Good morning, Louise. Oh, good morning. Yes, sorry, I had you on speaker. Okay. Um, Anyway, my grandson was... um, diagnosed with anemia that they, and they told him to take iron pills supplements mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm just wondering what else could like a 13 year old well what, th- what would help him i think first of all you have to look at how much protein how much meat he's eating you know oh, okay. i think you have to you know so what we do is we encourage people to eat protein and an animal protein five times a day oh okay so you have to okay. start there Mm-hmm. And okay. that's Sounds that's serious. really where iron comes from. Oh, and okay, you know, I think it gets absorbed when you eat it with a little bit of vitamin C. So something like broccoli, you know, mm-hmm. has about a hundred milligrams of vitamin C in it. So if you ate that with a steak, perfect iron building oh, yeah. in your system. Okay. And right. well, I, I, you I, know, I, and for a thirteen-year-old, unless there's something going on, you know, if there's some place that a 13-year-old is bleeding or something, you'd kind of look at diet, I would yes, think. Yes, mm-hmm. I would. A deficiency mm-hmm. of iron. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Well, it's my son's son, so I will certainly tell him. Okay. Sounds Thank great. So Thanks for calling. Thanks, yes. Louise. And we have another caller on the line. Diane is on the line, and she has a supplement question. Good morning, Diane, and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. <laughs> yes, Thank you for taking my call. I, I love your show and your company. You done wonders for me and my family. Thank you. I, I was just wondering, um, uh, you know, I, I hear talk about um, making sure that your supplements are organic and have that um, organic seal and um, also the GMP. Yes, the GMP. Um, mm-hmm. process. So I, w- I was just wondering, um, do you carry any organic products? We have some. Your- Some things that are organic, you know, like our dynamic greens are organic uh, because they're all fruits and vegetables. Typically, vitamins are not organic. Um, I think we just now added a a vitamin, a multivitamin that is organic because it is from fruits and vegetables and it's a powder. Um, And it tastes really good. So it's really good, easy for adults and kids to take. You can mix it right into your shake. Um, okay. That's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, ours are all f- what we call pharmaceutical grade. So they've been tested by the third party. Uh, they're really very good quality vitamins. And good. That's, well, I buy a lot of your products, but so, someone had asked me that question. Yeah. And I said, well, I'm going to call in and ask. So the fish oil um, that you provide, too, then, is that... Um, from wild-caught fish? Oh, that one I don't know whether it's from wild-caught fish, but it's, I know it's, oh, it's I wish I the had. the little guys, you know, the mackerel, the sardines, the, yes. the, the ones that don't get particularly toxic. Yes, that's right. Um, and then it's okay. distilled in a way that is 
you know, I wish Greg Peterson was on because he yeah. has all those words that I don't have to explain that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I better get those yeah. words. <laughs> well, I, I, I use your fish oil and I've never had. Well, you know, you like know one of the tests for me is if a fish oil, if you burp fish oil, um, probably either you don't have uh, very good digestive enzymes in your system, but usually it is because the fish oil is rancid. And people yeah. tell us they don't have any trouble digesting ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been taking yours for years, and I've never had any problems. And that that's what I tell people, too. If yes. Can, if yes. it tastes fishy, it's probably not good. That's yep. right. Well, thanks <laughs> well, for thank the call you. this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Diane. Yeah, I really, one of the things I really enjoyed reading in Dr. Dr. Ludwig's book is about his his client's success stories. Oh, they were great. Oh, I like, yeah, yeah, I like those too. They were great. And a lot of them were from local people as well. Yeah. So these are called my always hungry stories. And I'd like to read one of them. I think for most people, the idea is the less fat you eat, the better. Recently, I was in a grocery store and saw there were more calories in sweetened non-fat yogurt than in plain full-fat yogurt. And we have a slide that shows that in our, in our Nutrition for Weight Loss. We certainly do. You know, it's stunning to realize just how much sugar is in there. I think we don't appreciate the fact that fat has significant benefits to us, feeling less hungry for longer. And this was written by Eric, who lost 17 pounds. Yeah, these, these stories are great. Um, you know, the other thing I really like about Dr. Ludwig's book is that it, it includes a lot of research studies throughout the book. I like that, too. There's one in the chapter titled The Science. This study um, was published in The Lancet in 2004, and it compared the diets of rats, rats who were fed identical amounts of calories, but their diet only differed in the fact of the type of carbohydrates that they were fed. One group of rats ate the kind of starch found in white potatoes. And another group of rats ate the kind of starch that's found in beans, things like um, black beans and chickpeas and stuff like that. After 18 weeks, these rats eating the starch in potatoes, which is considered a fast-acting starch, had 70% more body fat than the rats fed the bean starch. That's the slow-acting carb. So the same amount of calories. Different carbs. Different carbs. Those fast-acting carbs, like white potatoes, puts on the weight. Right. So we know that. Yes, we do. (laughs) So, you know, at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we don't recommend eating plans for rats, (laughs) but we do for people, and we often recommend a diet that contains recipes with meat, beans, and fat. So an example might be a bowl of chili. That would be perfect. You know, like Kate just said, beans are slow-acting carbs, and they balance your blood sugar for many hours. You know, I even suggest to clients to have a cup of chili for a late afternoon snack. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I say that, their eyes kind of pop open like, Mm what? So, you know, but really, if they are working late, and if they have that around 4.30, 5 o'clock, when they get home, they're not starving, they're feeling in control, and they're not going to binge on the first thing that they see. Exactly. Absolutely. Yep. And Those, it's just a bowl of chili. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
it's pretty simple. And once you've made that chili, you've got a bowl. Yes. <laughs> you've got lots to go. You know, those fast-acting carbs like potatoes, rice, pasta, bread, they actually increase body fat. Now, many diet books and programs in the past recommended eating a large baked potato. Of course, it would be with low-fat and fat-free cottage So do you guys remember that? Oh, oh yeah. Certainly. Okay. Of course, there was no butter, no butter on that potato. The dietitians and nutritionists who put those plans together really didn't understand the science behind blood sugar control. And they didn't really understand how these fast-acting carbs were actually increasing body fat. You know, a large baked potato turns into about a half a cup of sugar in your bloodstream. You know, at Hi. Yeah, I mean, you know, just think about that. Yes. A baked potato, a half a cup of sugar. Nobody would ever think of that. Nobody would ever sit down to a half a cup of sugar. No. <laughs> so at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we understand that fast-acting carbs raise the blood sugar levels in your bloodstream. And what it does is it calls for a release of excess insulin, which leads to more calories being stored as body fat. Oh, that insulin guy. Yes. So this is a concept we've been teaching for the past at least 25 or 30 years. And this is the scientific concept that I actually learned in the late 1970s. And honestly, it's still accurate. Mm -hmm. In fact, it's even more accurate today and more usable today Mm -hmm. because of the rate of type 2 diabetic people out there. Mm -hmm. That's right. And we are already up to our second break. Okay. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Jennifer Schmidt, nutrition educator, and I'm in the studio with nutrition counselor Kate Crosby and Darlene Kivis, licensed nutritionist and founder of Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Today we've been reviewing the book Always Hungry, written by Dr. David Ludwig, who is a practicing endocrinologist and researcher at Boston Children's Hospital, professor, professor of pediatrics at Harvard Medical School, and professor of nutrition at Harvard School of Public Health. If you have questions about the book or if you've read it and want to chime in with your own thoughts, call us at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you have never heard about the benefits of bone broth and have no idea how to make it, well, that's the way I felt the first time I heard about it. Yes. (laughs) I encourage you to go to our website, weightandwellness.com, where you can search for an article and directions on actually how to make bone broth. You can also sign up and attend our Weight and Wellness uh, Weekend, or our Weight and Wellness Series, which starts October 17th, and we start one in St. Paul, Lakeville, North Oaks, Wyzetta, or Maple Grove, and where you'll receive the Weight and Wellness Cookbook as part of your class materials. And I have a really easy-to-follow recipe for bone broth in the cookbook. And that's my favorite one and the one I always use. Okay. (laughs) All right. Good. So before break, we were talking about those fast-acting carbs. And if you want to eat those fast-acting carbs like potatoes or pasta, we recommend not eating more than a half a cup cooked and always eat them with a healthy fat such as butter, olive oil, or nuts to slow down the release of glucose or sugar. And let's face it, you guys, it tastes better that way. (laughs) It tastes better. And, you know, to be honest, everyone 
you know, people love potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we know that even getting the little red potatoes, the little white potatoes, mm-hmm. the smaller the potato, the less starch. So, you know, a few of those with butter. Tasty. Yeah, Delicious. that's right. Delish. You know, another thing about uh, Dr. Ludwig's book, Always Hungry, in in the chapter called The Science, um, he explains the connection between excess fat cells and chronic inflammation. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that people with excess body weight often have more inflammation, but let's just talk about that inflammation a little bit. Okay, so let's look at the reason for more inflammation. This is a little, mm, little, little sciencey, sciencey. but... So our white blood cells, which fight infections, continuously circulate throughout the fat tissue, looking to destroy any invading foreign substance. That sounds good to me. And being in that fat cell, it's got lots of fuel. <laughs> it does, and it's got a lot of foreign substances. <laughs> yep. So when everything is working as it should, the white blood cells and the fat cells actually work together to support our metabolism fight off infection, and keep us healthy. You know, on the other hand, when those fat cells reach a critical size, you know, a lot of things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. We can in- experience an overactivation of the immune system, which leads to an increased level of inflammation. Mm-hmm. And normally, your immune system goes into action only to destroy a foreign substance, such as virus or bacteria. And once the invader is killed off, the immune system quickly settles down. However, when our immune system is continually turned on, our own immune system is then directed against our bodies, resulting in that chronic inflammation. Over time, chronic inflammation can lead to an autoimmune disease, such as Crohn's disease, rheumatoid arthritis, multiple sclerosis, fibromyalgia, or lupus. And that's just to name a few I think we can agree that we all know someone struggling from an autoimmune disease. Well, yes, that's for sure. So prevalent. Yes. Definitely. So you might be asking yourself, what do excess fat cells have to do with inflammation? The fact is, excess distress fat cells activate the immune system, very much like a virus or bacteria, leading to that chronic inflammation. So it's like you're... Well, I wouldn't say that your fat cells has a virus, but it's got a substance in it that makes your immune system go after it, and you get an overactivation of that immune system mm-hmm. and inflammation. Mm-hmm. Inflammation. And, and it's that chronic inflammation that can lead to, for instance, narrowing of your blood vessels, which obviously is connected to having heart attacks or having a stroke. Stroke, yes, right. And our listeners, our listeners remember on Dishing Up Nutrition two to three weeks ago, we talked about how sugar leads to chronic inflammation, a fatty liver, and cirrhosis of the liver. Yes, and we actually had someone call in and say that her father had actually passed away because of cirrhosis. Mm. And we always think of that as being alcohol. Right. Mm-mm. He never drank a thing, Mm-mm. but he did love his sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... And I think, listeners, you probably remember Leah, who has shared her personal story. She's one of our nutritionists, and she said, and she shared her story on Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, she recounted how chronic inflammation from eating too much junk food and drinking too much juice drinks led to severe asthma, where she was on many inhalers, 
met, you know, prednisone, many medications. Mm-hmm. And now she has none. You would never know it. No. Looking at her now. No. no you know. Um, Dr. Ludwig also calls this angry fat, all of this inflammation, because too much body fat leads to inflammation and, you know, pain. A lot of our clients have a lot of pain due to their inflammation. They do, yes. Mm-hmm. And because we're talking about chronic inflammation, I think it's time for another My Always Hungry story. And mm. this one is on page 57 of the, of the book and is from Ruth, who lives in Stillwater and lost 15 pounds. And that's Stillwater, Minnesota. That's right. So Not Stillwater, Oklahoma. That's right. <laughs> she's a local. When I started the program, I had high blood pressure, high triglycerides, and high CRP, which we know is a test for chronic inflammation. And just 16 weeks later, these all normalized. And Mm. my doctor said that this was the first time in a number of years that she wasn't concerned about my diabetes because it was being so well controlled. It would be awesome if I could eventually get off my diabetes medication. You know, we hear Mm -hmm. these kinds of stories, too, after Mm -hmm. people have been, you know, with us for 12 weeks, three months, four Mm -hmm. months. Mm -hmm. It's like... You know, people's blood pressure goes becomes normal. Mm-hmm. Their triglycerides drop Go from way down. Way down. Yep. And and their inflammation decreases. So, if you're struggling with excess fat cells and chronic inflammation, how do you calm down your immune system? The question you need to ask: How do I calm down that angry fat? <laughs> Well, after being in practice uh, for the past 20 years, we at Nutritional Weight and Wellness know that eating processed carbs and sugar is going to increase that inflammation, but that the good fat is going to slow down that inflammation. And now I'm guessing some of our listeners are saying or thinking, well, I don't want to give up my candy bars or my mocha latte and cookies or my apple pie or those pancakes or my breakfast cereal or my chips. And I certainly don't want to give up my toast and jelly with jelly and orange juice for breakfast. Well, that's one we hear a lot. You know, you know, it's kind of interesting, Kate. I think one of the things that, you know, they're probably thinking all those things. They're not telling us that, that not usually. exactly. Well, yeah. they might be telling us they don't want to give up their toast and jelly. Yeah. But, you know, they know that we would frown at candy bars. <laughs> yes. Yep. But we still frown at toast and jelly. So Too much sugar there. Yes. So, so. Let's, let's be realistic. It all comes down to your health, how you want to feel, and the quality of life you want to have. Really true, Jennifer. When I changed my eating a plan of toast, cereal, pasta, and chips to meat, vegetables, and good healthy fats, my intent intestinal symptoms and stomach pains went away. Hmm. I decided that that nothing tastes that good for me to even consider eating it when I know for sure I would suffer the consequences, which would be bloating and pain. You know, I love being pain-free now, and, you know, the truth is I don't even crave those foods anymore. That's the interesting part, Jennifer. After a while, you don't, you know. Should we we take a little quick break here? Sure. All right. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you're experiencing hot flashes, mood swings, sleep problems, or vaginal dryness, I encourage you to sign up for our next menopause seminar on Saturday, November 19th. And this wonderful wonderful five-hour seminar will give you solutions for most of your menopause symptoms. 
we will provide a, a nice balanced lunch. And you're going to walk away thinking, I'm not alone with my symptoms. And now I have solutions. So for more information, just call our office at 651 699-3438 or sign up online at weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I just want to remind you that over 50% of the people, 50% of people have osteoporosis and more women die each year from a broken bone than from uterine cancer and breast cancer combined. That's wow. Is that a wow? That's a big one. Osteoporosis is a really serious problem, and we know your nutrition is going to make a huge difference. Um, And we know that drinking bone broth daily is going to help create those healthy bones. But we also know there's a supplement called Pro Bono that has a significant impact on bone building. We often recommend Pro Bono because it's a total bone building supplement that our clients have had amazing results with for the past six years. And as Jennifer can attest, she also has had great results. I I certainly did. So um, if you've got questions today, give us a call at 651-641-1071. Oh, and we lost our caller. We sure did. Mm -hmm. Well, hard to know. Okay. Well, you know, Kate, I have a testimonial in bone broth and pro bono. Yeah. You know, I did manage to break my arm this summer. Yes. You know, and um, it healed. And my goal was for the last last time we taught the menopause class that I would be out of the cast. And I think it was in five weeks. Oh, wow. And um, they were just shocked at the how fast. How quickly. My, yep. And mm-hmm. I had just a another appointment yesterday. And it's it's great. It's the healed so fast. Oh, darn. And That's so, wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. wonderful and the power but of I was nutrition. Very consistent with those pro bono mm-hmm. supplements. And I was yeah. very consistent with my bone broth yes. every day. Yep. So wonderful, Dar. And our caller is back on the okay. line. Okay. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Linda, you have a question for us? Uh, yes. Hi. Um, I always listen to your program for helpful hints. Mm-hmm. I'm a diabetic and probably fail all the time, but one thing that got my attention was. You mentioned cirrhosis of the liver. Yes. Um, I've had a pancreatectomy, and my acid cells reside in my liver. That has to be protected at all times. Do you have any helpful hints that can protect or strengthen the liver by anything I can eat or not eat? Yeah, I think the things that really help your liver sort of function better is Mm -hmm. um, like green vegetables. Because it takes the the toxins out of our liver and helps our liver function better. Mm -hmm. I think the other most important thing is to keep your blood sugars uh, as normal as possible. And that takes a lot of work when you're a diabetic, I know. And you have to to really believe 100% in that you can eat some meat, some vegetables, and more good fat. Because that's what balances your blood sugar. And you've got to do that, like, before you get hungry for carbs, you've got mm-hmm. to be able to do that, like, five times a day. And you, it's amazing the healing that occurs. Mm-hmm. What would be a good fat? A good, a good fat would be, like, butter, olive oil, um, some nut butter. Uh, you know, if avocado. you had... Avocado. Yeah, avocados. You know, if you had 
some salary and you put nut butter in it, that would mm-hmm. be perfect. Um, I think you should come in and see one of us because I think we could help you really restore your health um, because it can happen. It really can happen. So, well, and, you know, it's miserably on my own. So. Yeah, you know, and it's it's hard work. It's, yes, because hard with, to do it yourself or know what mm-hmm. to do yourself. You really need someone objective to help you along here. And it's like when your body is out of balance so far from uh, with when you have like type two diabetes, um, you really need a lot of guidance and a lot of support because otherwise you have huge food cravings. I mean, it's biochemical. You know, it's not psychological, it's biochemical. But we have ways to help you deal biochemically with those cravings. So, I'm off my bandwagon right now. (laughs) But thanks for the call this morning. Appreciate it. Come in and see one of us. So, there we are. Good. Well, you know, in a nutritional consultation at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we can help you get a plan. We, we were talking earlier about all this inflammation and fat cells. We can create a plan that's going to help you reduce those fat cells, normalize your immune system, and slow down that angry inflammation. Um, we also know that if chronic inflammation has occurred in your thyroid or perhaps your liver or your hypothalamus, which helps to control hunger, mm-hmm. weight loss is often slow. It is, but not it, impossible. Not impossible. This can be discouraging, and you'll likely need support and encouragement to stay the course, and that's why we recommend classes or more consultations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, you guys, it's time for another My Always Hungry story. And this Mm -hmm. is a story from Karen, who lives in Savage, Minnesota. And she's on page, this is on page 65 of the book, Always Hungry. And she says, the number one benefit of this program is mood stabilization and the ability to stop my antidepressant. I'm amazed at how the sugar cravings have gone away. But what's more exciting is that I'm off my medication that I've been taking since my second son was born seven years ago. Wow, that's a powerful. It Mm -hmm. sure is. I still have sad times, but not to the same degree and not feeling out of control at night like I used to. I'm sure my weight will continue to drop, but the real benefit is the overall wellness I feel. And boy, we we hear that in consultations all the time. Yes, we do. And it's Mm -hmm. wonderful. You know, Dr. Ludwig added some really noteworthy comments throughout the book that I thought maybe we should um, talk about a few of these. Mm-hmm, before our end of their show. Yeah. And one of them, and this is one of my favorite quotes that Dr. Ludwig talks about in this book, and he talks about how cereal is loaded with carbohydrates that turn into sugar. And he said, for breakfast, you could have a bowl of cornflakes with no sugar added or a bowl of sugar with no cornflakes added. <laughs> they would taste different, but below the neck, act more or less the same. That's hard to wrap your brain around, isn't it? It is. I think you should say that one more time. I will. So he said for breakfast, you could have a bowl of cornflakes with no sugar added, or a bowl of sugar with no added cornflakes. They would taste different, but below the neck more or less the same. That's so, just how much sugar is in those cornflakes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Nutrition for Weight Loss, we talk about habits holding you back 
and habits moving you forward. You know, Dr. Ludwig recommends creating the if-then planning habit. Mm -hmm. He suggests anticipating a problem and creating a solution before it happens. It's like we Kate. We talk about that all the time, don't we? We do, yeah. yeah. It's like your client who yes. just said, oh, yeah, I'll have a turkey sandwich. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. She had a plan. You you go out for lunch, you've got a plan. you got to know. Mm-hmm. What am I going to ask for? You know, another concept we all agree on that Dr. Ludwig shared was this, and I quote, artificial sweeteners may promote fat cell growth by stimulating these sweet cell receptors. Mm-hmm. Fat cells have been reported to contain sweet receptors similar to those on the tongue. That's very interesting. Mm -hmm. He also mentions that artificial sweeteners can possibly cause a release of insulin, Mm -hmm. that fat cell fertilizer. So that's going to drive all those calories into the fat cells. Well, you know, and I have had people with diabetes, type 2, and they measure their glucose number, I mean, consistently. And when they use an artificial sweetener, many of them, their blood sugar goes up. Yep. And that is proof. That's proof right there. Yeah. Now, does it happen to everyone? No, it doesn't. Uh-huh. But it happens to a lot of people that are diabetic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, again, one. maybe it's not going to be happening to you if you don't have diabetes, but maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's one step further into that road of diabetes. So. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, Jennifer? Do you, do you yeah, one? we oh. have another caller. Okay, we have maybe one or two minutes here. <laughs> All right. All right. Luann, you've got a question about bone broth. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Thank you. I just wanted to know how much you drank every day. Oh, oh, I, a cup and a half, a big mug. Okay. That's big what mug, I yeah. drank. And that's about, about how much I drink as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And do you drink that like anytime with a meal, without a meal? Anytime, actually. Mm-hmm. I try try to do it with breakfast every day because then I would know that I've gotten it in. But, you know, anytime. You know, the cold weather is on us now or Mm -hmm. the cooler weather. It's a perfect time for bone Mm -hmm. breath. Yeah, I bought all the ingredients the other day. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank Thank you. you. Enjoy it, Luann. Thank you. So this one statement Dr. Ludwig made in Always Hungry sums up our belief at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. And his findings, these, the biological effects of food, quite apart from calorie count, could make all the difference between feeling persistently hungry or satisfied, between having low or robust energy, between weight loss or gain, and between a lifetime of chronic disease or one of good health. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really thing that we talk about every day mm-hmm. when we're meeting with clients. And it's still hard for people to believe that they can eat fat and more calories and still lose weight. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're we're eliminating those fast carbs and it changes their biochemistry. That's right. And it isn't as hard, is it? I mean no. it isn't like Jennifer, you talk about you don't even think about those foods that I you're don't. sensitive no. to. No. I don't. And you know, it's like it tones down that hunger that so many people have. Mm-hmm. It changes mm-hmm. your taste buds and you start craving real food. Yeah, that's the fun. So we hope that this is a good way for you to introduce you to a book, and we hope you enjoyed it today. You know, again, I must say that we don't agree with everything that's in the book. I 
I don't agree with some of the recipes, but, you know, it's information. I think the science that he used was really good science. Mm -hmm. And I, I kind of concentrated on that part of the book more Mm -hmm. than any other part. Mm -hmm. And I think some of his ideas as far as changing behaviors were good. Very helpful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it takes all those things, you know, and he also included the fact that, you know, and the same thing that we put in our nutrition for weight loss is walking 15 minutes, three times a day is probably as as more beneficial than a long walk once a day, Yes, you know, for stimulating your insulin and helping your glucose get used up faster. It's getting into that habit. Mm-hmm. So be sure to tune in next week to hear Teresa and Cassie with her son, Riley. They're going to de- discuss how to successfully navigate the classroom, team sports, sleepovers, and weekends at the cabin while following a gluten-free, dairy-free eating plan. You know, our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. You know, it's really a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you, Jennifer. Appreciate it. Kate, you're always great. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.